Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fire up the grill. Fill up your cup. And get the recliner ready. It's time for Hour 2 of Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle and taking it past midfield. And down the sideline he goes. This is storybook. An opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin. And this place is absolutely going wild. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. And here comes Hines again. Oh, my goodness. Can he do it twice? Is this for real? Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101 yards. Football Sunday on 1080. Do you believe it? No. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. What is not on here? The Fan. Hour number two, Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, 99.5 HD2, and soon to be YouTube, and it's just a damn shame that we're not on YouTube, because this mustache, Rashad, I mean, it is just vicious. It's flawless today, bro. Thank you, thank you. I uh, I spent a, a solid hour or so on it yesterday, trimmed up the beard, brought, brought out the little pruning scissors, too. Because you can't have the long mustache, mm-hmm. right? You can't have the hairs be, like, too long. It's got to no. be a nice, consistent length on it. Absolutely. Um, so, nice yeah, the lip tickler is out. It is in full effect. And it's just a damn shame that you can't see it out there. Oh, well, they'll you know, just keep it intact, and maybe next week. Right? Uh, next week, for sure. Um, it will. Uh, we will be on the tube next week. Uh, Jordan will be back. Uh, I, I told Rashad before the show that I definitely like, hey, we can go live, but also me being in the producer chair for the first time in, gosh, months, long time, six months or so. Um, I did not want to do the producing and the streaming stuff at the same time. Juggling a lot of balls over here. Pause. Way too many balls in my hands at this point. Uh, but what's going on? Football? Football, I think still. Yeah. Uh, hopefully got red zone on the TV, but us on the dial still. Oregon State, they played yesterday against Stanford, and uh, before he could blink, that game was over. I don't think that, um, you know, going into that, Oregon State fans felt nervous about it. I know that 
the, the game between them last year was uh, very close. Oregon State having to eke out a last-second win against uh, Stanford. Not the case this week. Um, this is what you want to see at this point from Oregon State. This is your final tune-up. You go against Washington. You go against Oregon. You have a chance to go to the Pac-12 championship game to do the unthinkable in this final season of the conference and to put up 62 points, DJU flinging the ball around across field to hit receivers, Martinez running the ball as well as he has. This is what needed to happen, and now you have (laughs) the biggest game of your life before the biggest game of your life, essentially. Two back-to-back huge games, starts with Washington, but the Beavers, they're doing exactly what they need to do at the right time. I think really potentially the three biggest games of Oregon State's you know, life uh, coming up because there very well could be a Pac-12 championship there I, for them if they, you know, if they play their cards. Right. Now, I think now here's I'll say this. My journalistic that, integrity is waning by the minute. I will, you know, I will say that I don't know if you, you, you or I believe that Oregon State will be the team that represents, you know, in the Pac-12 championship. But that's what's on the line for them. If we're just being honest, yep. you know, they have a big game against Washington after they've, you know, they completely stomped out Stanford. Like, and I think we all kind of figured that would happen. Maybe not in the way it did. DJU um, looked amazing, but it was a Damian well, Martinez show. You knew you were going to win, but it was yeah. like, you looked and you're just like, you didn't Damn. know it was going to be like that. Oh, it was the God. Damian Martinez show yesterday. He did everything on the ground. Only 15 carries, 146 yards, four touchdowns. You know, 9.7 uh, yard average, you know, for DJ, uh, or excuse me, for Damian Martinez yesterday. Even Deshaun Fenwick's even a able to kind of contribute with the touchdown. But you're looking at an Oregon State team that is defensively sound, offensively, and we've said this before, DJU doesn't get enough credit for being as good as he's been um, for the Beavs this year. You know, because they don't put up the amount of points that maybe Oregon puts up game the game, uh, people instantly assume that maybe he's not as good. Uh, but he, and I'll, I'll be real, I don't think he is as good as Bo Nix. However, um, he's shown throughout this season that he is more than a comparable quarterback. He's put up 20, 20 touchdowns and only four interceptions. And that's the important thing. That touchdown to interception ratio, that's a, that's, a, that's a good number to look at. It shows you how effective and efficient that he's been since he's been the quarterback this year at Oregon State. And already, Oregon State's they've reached their, their win total from last year. And they've still got potentially – three games, four games left, you know, for the rest of the season. You throw in the bowl game that they will absolutely get to, but they have a chance to play four more games potentially, you know, this year. And so Oregon State <laughs> could very well end the season with with 10 wins, you know, on the year, you know, possibly 11 wins. So what a great, great season for these Bees. I know as as an Oregon alum for you, Joe, it's it's got to hurt a little bit to give the Bees some credit. But, man, you got to give them some credit because these cats are really, really, really being – No. Playing some – No, they're playing no, I won't. solid, solid football. Who would have thought at this point in the year with two games I don't games know what left, I did in, that for, in the first uh, five minutes of this segment, giving yes. them credit. I, that was not me. Who would have thought, like, with, you know, by – with two weeks left in the college football season, we'd be talking about the Oregon State Beavers as a team that could potentially play in the Pac-12 championship? Well, that's um, crazy. I have a article here that basically is talking about the scenarios and what needs to happen. And for Oregon State, in the line that says uh, what needs to happen for them, win out. You have to win these next two games. You have that is your only chance. Um, Oregon, I believe, 
their chance is if Washington wins next week against Oregon State, then they're locked in as long as they take care of business against Arizona State. I think I'm pretty sure if that is the case, you win against Arizona State, Washington beats Oregon State, that leaves you as the only one-loss team. Washington would be still undefeated. Arizona still has two losses on their Pac-12 conference slate. So, again, those are the only four teams that have a quote-unquote shot. Is And I don't know if Arizona even has a shot at this point. I think they would need... Uh, they would need Oregon to lose out is what would need to happen. Um, there's a lot of different ways it could fall out, but next week, if Washington wins and Oregon wins, then I'm about 99% sure that that is your Pac-12 championship game locked in regardless of what happens the final week of the season. I mean, and, and if you're Oregon, this is what you hope for. Yeah, but if, or- but if Oregon State beats Washington next week, then the civil war between Oregon, Oregon State is to go to the Pac-12 championship game. And we've been there before. I mean, maybe not for the Pac-12 championship, but we've seen that civil war game mean um, more than it typically does. You know, we've seen opportunities for the Rose Bowl be on on the line for Oregon and Oregon State. And so, um, again, I think that's just – that shows the growth of this Beavers program because two years ago – um, we were talking about the Beavs being, again, the bottom feeder of the Pac-12. And now here they are two years later, and they've leapfrogged Utah. You know, they've obviously leapfrogged Washington State and where they are. And now they're talking to they're being referred to as possibly the second or third best team in the Pac-12 right now. Gosh, it. I mean, what could happen still, uh, I mean, still needs to be seen because – you know, Arizona State, Oregon, not a lock, right? No. <laughs> I mean, Arizona, um, excuse me, Arizona State, Oregon, Oregon State, Washington. I mean, we've seen Washington this season. They are vulnerable. They're undefeated, sure, but they're vulnerable. Right. They've shown their warts throughout the season. Right. Washington um, almost let one go yesterday, you know, and I think a lot of us thought that that would be Oregon's, you know, opportunity to slide in there. And, you know, Michael Penix Jr. just continues to – to lead his team, one of the best leaders in the country. I was saying this on uh, Ducks Roundtable on Monday that I, of all the ways that this Pac-12 season could have played out, I mean, you got 12 schools, 12 regions, a few different states that are invested in this, but the fact that Oregon and Oregon State in this state, this country, or this region is able to go out with a bang, essentially, and have their two best teams playing like they are, and it leading to this final matchup, this final civil war, where it means something for both these teams. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not going to be the case with the Apple Cup. That's not going to be the case no. with the Territorial Bowl or whatever the hell they call the Arizona State Arizona matchup. Not that uh, it was ever going to probably be a big matchup, anyways. But you know, of all the rivalries, matchups, two teams that could go against each other this season, and it actually means something. Kind of seems like it's only right that it's Oregon, Oregon State, one of, if not the best rivalry in the Pac-12. Yeah, and I think that, you know, especially, you know, puts a little extra on it because for the foreseeable future, this is the last time that we'll see an Oregon versus Oregon State game. You know, it might happen, but it might not be at the end of the season. It'll probably be during the middle of the season somewhere. We're knowing a lot of our rivalry games that we're used to seeing 
won't happen at the end of the season anymore. You know, where the Apple Cup now, I think next year is somewhere like towards the beginning or middle of the season. Like, and cool because they still play the game, but it just, what did we say? What's been the uh, the phrase of the day? It hits different. You know, it'll <laughs> still be a good game. It'll still be something people get, you know, amped up for. But I've always been used to seeing Oregon, Oregon State the day after Thanksgiving two days after Thanksgiving. You know, that's been a game that I've been so used to watching with my friends or with my family or whoever. And now that that's not good, that'll no longer be one of our Black Friday traditions. Yeah, that sucks, man. So I'm, I'm glad to see that both teams are, you know, on the verge of potentially being in the Pac-12 championship. Most definitely. Very memorable season so far. Still a couple of weeks left to go. Uh, Bo Nix is reportedly now the Heisman favorite, according to DraftKings. Now has the best odds to win the Heisman. Uh, and next on Football Sunday, let's make fun of Texas A&M, shall we? Oh, why not? <laughs> That's really easy to do uh, all throughout the regular uh, calendar year. It's especially easy to do today because they have fired their head coach, Jimbo Fisher. We get to that next year on Football Sunday on Teddy and the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. In another uh, example of football just being absolutely hilarious, Texas A&M, ladies and gentlemen. Texas A&M has been a joke since Johnny Football left. I, I, I cannot believe, well, I can believe. I think we can all believe that this happened. Like, as soon as Texas A&M gave Jimbo Fisher this contract, 90, I feel like was the- Was it like 90 million or something stupid? Yeah, like 10 years, 90 million. I feel like the consensus very much was like, don't do that. That that it's wasn't a bad idea. I don't think that I don't think you should do that. <laughs> now, fifteen years ago, I'd have probably paid that money for Jimbo Fisher. You know, I, I think that that would have been something that you you probably jump at the opportunity. Maybe ten years ago, we would probably jump at the opportunity to pay Jimbo Fisher that money. Well, we went wrong. Like we, 
being a college football coach, that is one of like a successful college football coach. That's one of the best gigs because even when you're not successful, you get paid millions of dollars to just leave and go away. Hundred percent. And Kevin Sumlin, there uh, forever. That's who. That's who their former coach was, right? Texas A&M will owe Fisher nineteen point two million dollars within sixty days. Within sixty days, they are cutting him a check for nineteen point two million effing dollars. Yeah, I'm sorry. He signed a, initially. It was a seventy five million dollar deal that he signed for ten years. But that buyout is nice. 19.2 within 60 days and then 7.2 annually through 2031. Getting paid, getting paid. Is there any reason to coach after that? There's no offset or mitigation on those payments, and the annual payments start 120 days after termination. That That is a disgusting amount of money to pay someone to not do their job. And and we got to remember this, man. He's in Texas. Oh, he's got... And so there's no state tax, and so he's getting most of He's buying that money. a lot of Texas with that money. Absolutely. You know how much land in Texas you can get with that? A thousand percent. And, I mean, I, I mean, you pay so that much you, to get rid of a coach. They where, just, you, I mean, your next coach, you can't pay him, obviously, that much. It's because you just gave a coach that you're, you're going to be paying until 2032. Seventy-five million dollars, you know, for the rest of his contract. So whoever they hire, hire next is probably going to be somebody on the on the cheaper end. So I didn't see what happened with Texas A and M yesterday. We referenced earlier in the show that this happened within twenty-four hours. Well, they beat the crap out of Mississippi State yesterday, fifty-one ten. But sources uh, tell ESPN that Fisher's fate was largely decided before that game. Um, yeah, Texas A and M six and four this year. Um, I mean, they, they've gone 19 and 15 since winning the Orange Bowl and finishing number four in uh, the AP poll in 2020. So since 2020, 19 and 15. I mean, dear God, that's. And of course, let's uh, start it now, Rashad. Oregon's Dan Lanning and Washington's Kalen DeBoer might be targets in the Aggie search. I mean,. Uh, we knew it would happen, and we know it's always going to happen just because you know, when you're the hot new coach, then, you know, people people want you. You know, so Dan Lanning has had two very, very solid seasons at Oregon. You know, people kind of think, what could you do with an actual SEC pipeline? What could you do with a Southern pipeline at one of these bigger SEC schools down south? So it's – you're going to get that interview. You know, it's just it's one of those things, man. There, Kevin, or Kevin, some excuse me. Dan Lanning has been too impressive of a coach in the Pac-12 and played some pretty impressive teams this year to not be on that short list of coaches that you would want to call. And I think at this point, man, you you look at the landscape of college football coaches, with the exception of Nick Saban at Alabama. I don't want to call it a youth movement, but these are these aren't the same old, you know, kind of old ass coaches that you, that you used to have, you know, you look around, you know, at the, that some of the coaches that are really making moves out there um, and they're not old guys, but they're not, you know, they're not young guys, but they're not super, super old either. And I think Jimbo Fisher is a name that you would hire. And I think at this point, if you're Texas A&M, you need to hire a coach and not just a name. And so um, I think that's what they, they took a big swing with Jimbo Fisher. You gave him $75 million, and since they came to the SEC's 27 and 22, not, not you know, he's still above 500, but not where you want to be 
when you're trying to compete for an SEC championship or even a trip to the to the playoff. Uh, when you're just trying to get to the SEC championship. Yeah. I mean, that that's their that's what they want to do is they want to be right up there with Alabama, right up there with LSU. They want to be one of the top dogs in the SEC and they just aren't. They just aren't. Like them moving over to the SEC has not been fruitful for them at no, all. No. No. They had that one, I think that one good year where Johnny Football, you know, came into the SEC. Nobody expected much from them down in College Station. And then what do you know? They put everybody on notice and had an amazing couple of years. But really since then haven't been able to capture that same type of magic. And I think it's just having a guy like a Johnny Manziel, like a Tim Tebow, like a Marcus Mariota that can come in there and just really energize your squad to do some amazing things. And they haven't had that since then. So uh, we know it wasn't Kevin Sumlin that that you know bought his coaching genius there to you know change the way change the way you look at um, at football at Texas A and M. It took a very very special player to change the way people saw Texas A and M. Boy, ten get your year, money though. It was ten years, seventy five mil, and uh, after the COVID year, the twenty twenty season when Texas A and M went nine and one. Of course, that was the one year that they had a successful season under Jimbo's reign. They gave him an extension to 2031 and upped it to 10 years, $95 million. And now, here we are, three seasons later, Jimbo Fisher is fired. And much, uh, I mean, well, he was going to be rich regardless, but... Much richer without less, uh, with much less work. Work smarter, not harder. They say. Is right? there any reason to coach anymore if you're Jimbo Fisher? No, absolutely. Like, why not. would you even take another job? I I'm... am, I am buying the first property that I can find in Jupiter, Florida, or I'm building in a compound. Arizona, and I am playing golf the rest of my life. I'm building a compound. <laughs> like it's going to be crazy. I'm building I'm gonna, a golf course. I'm going to have yes, a moat. So, yeah. I'm going to have all type of stuff around if I'm getting paid that much. So, well, yeah, if you're Jimbo Fisher, I see no real point. At this point, and you taking a job. No. But um, I wish him best of luck when uh, you see him at future leadership seminars around the country that you have to pay like 300 bucks a ticket for. You know, wasn't that like Urban Meyer after uh, at Ohio State? He was uh, teaching a class mm-hmm. on leadership or something like that. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll be seeing Jimbo Fisher uh, do something post career. Honestly, I would do nothing. If I have that bag, Absolutely I'm not nothing. on TV. I'm not a color analyst. I am not in a. Uh, I'm not in a coach's room with anyone as a offensive analyst or whatever that they have. They bring these guys on. No, I'm I'm kicking it. Hundred percent. I don't I, I don't need this if I'm Jimbo's. <laughs> no, at all. I don't need this stuff. You guys can <laughs> shove this job. I'm out of here. Oh my gosh! All right, hour number two just about wrapped up. Thirty minutes. We got NFL right on the TV. Got Red Zone um, in front of us. Plenty of games going on. Football, man. Football. You got to love it. Yep. Absolutely. Sports Center update first, though. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Shot and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. That's right, it's time for Who Do You Love, but Rashad, don't worry about it. I don't want to I don't want to look at picks and scramble and try and figure out something to gamble on. I don't want to gamble on any of these games today. I'm flustered. I feel Again, like too many balls are a bunch juggling of over today. here. These games are trapped today. Like, I'm looking at the schedule, and it's like we were talking about the, you know, the way the Germans saw the horseshoes and the Americans play a little earlier. <laughs> what but, is this? What <laughs> is this I'm watching? But, I mean, as I look at this schedule today, I'm like, number one, this is going to be a tough, this is going to be a tough week to watch football. Can I be, I don't know if this is a little hot takey. Let's hear it. That's what we do here. NFL been a little trash this year. I've had more fun watching college. So it's been a little year. ugly this year, like, and I don't it's know if that's sloppy. I don't know if that's court, uh, who who do I not love NFL right now NFL quarterbacks especially as much uh, hate as Dak gets there's probably about twenty quarterbacks that have been playing over the last week or two that are infinitely worse. It's like week after week we have five to six matchups where it's like who versus who at quarterback. Okay, well I've got one for you then. Who do you love? Who is the worst quarterback? Who are the top five worst quarterbacks in the league right now? Top five worst. Top five worst. Yes. Worst five starters. Let's be specific. Well, I mean, I, I think we got to throw Jimmy G out there, but considering he just got benched. Jimmy G. Well, yeah, Jimmy G. Uh, I'm going to go Mac Jones. <sighs> He's not first for you. Daniel Jones. Both the Jones boys. Um... I'm going to go mm, Jordan Love and then uh, Ritter because he got benched as well. But yeah. That's that's my five. That's my Mount Rushmore with a fifth extra face of trash quarterbacks this okay. year. That's fair. Um, let's see. Uh, Jimmy G, obviously. Um, Kenny Pickett. Um I, up until a couple weeks ago, I would have said Josh Dobbs, but he had an amazing game last week. And, um, yeah, this can be backup quarterbacks, I feel like. Like, you know, P.J. Walker, easy answer, right? Yeah. But he is – that is not a willing choice by uh, an NFL team saying, yeah, that's that's our guy. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. You, you had to – you were put in a situation where you had to had to make a decision. Um, Zach Wilson, um, what's that, three – uh, did I say Mac Jones? Can I say him again? Uh, <laughs> if you didn't, yeah, put him on there twice. <laughs> and uh, you know, honestly, I, I, I would I would have said the Baker Mayfield, but there are certain points that Baker Mayfield's been really good for that uh, Tampa team. Um, Joe Burrow over the last few weeks, man, the, the the Bengals have picked it up, and they look like they're the team that they were when they made it to Super Bowl. But I don't know. I, I want to say Justin Fields, but. 
at the same time, I, I kind of I want to be mindful that it is the Bears, and the Bears is the Bears are arguably. Oh, this is Tyson Badgen's team now, maybe. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, so he's a backup. Um, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's Deshaun a- Watson for for the hundred thirty million that this fool's getting paid. Um, that's a that's superstar money. So you're supposed to be a top ten quarterback, and you're not. It's uh, it, it's been pretty ugly this year, as far as quarterback play goes. Um, let's see. Running here. back play hasn't been much better though. So this is real. yeah, this is what I saw last uh, last week going into the matchups last week. This is what we had last week. It was Daniel Jones versus Aiden O'Connell. Boo. We had Jaron Hall of the Vikings versus uh, Taylor Heineke, which ended up becoming Josh Dobbs versus Taylor Heineke. Which actually was fun to watch. Josh Dobbs is he's a baller. He's good. Uh Clayton Toon versus PJ Walker. What? Who? Uh Tyson Badgent versus Derek Carr. And then last week we also had Brett Rippin versus Jordan Love. They might as well start That's ten of the thirty two NFL teams quarterbacks last week. They might as well have started David Carr. Dear because God, the, those are those quarterbacks are if, if those are your quarterbacks for your team. You're pissed about that game. You're just praying to that that things don't go terribly for you. That's that's all you can do is just hope to God that things turn out well for you. When I watch the Patriots play, I'm just hoping to God that we don't lose by too much. You know, we if we lose by four like we did, you know, today, like okay, well, whatever. But <laughs> hard fought battle. You know, yeah, right. But when you when you lose by twenty three, yeah, when you lose by 21, 24 points, like that's a that's that's deflating. No pun intended. That was good. I yeah. think you meant that. I mean, I think you meant that. Hey man, you ain't cheating. You ain't trying, bro. <laughs> Uh, God, yeah, we I mean, it's been a while since we've seen each other, but uh, yeah, we haven't talked about this Harbaugh stuff. Maybe we save that for the last segment. Or yeah, do we not? save the last segment for our uh, classic uh, Blazers breakdown um, of everything we've seen over the last two weeks in just two minutes? I mean, what, what can we fit the most <laughs> in in two minutes? Uh, okay, hey, again, if anybody knows about fitting something in in about a two-minute window, it, it's Joe Fisher, okay? I get it. I get it. Uh, but to look at the who do you love standings, uh, what happened a couple weeks ago, uh, Rashad, with this is from week eight because we were off last week. So uh-huh. in week eight, you took the Seahawks to cover four against the Browns, and it was a push. They won 24 to 20. Uh, you took the Bears to cover nine and a half against uh, who did they play that week? I think that was the week they got blown out by the Chargers. Yeah, 30-13 by the Chargers. They did not cover that 9.5. No, they didn't. Um, and then you took the 76ers to cover the 9.5 against the Blazers. And, of and course. Uh, they sure as hell did that. So <laughs> there's your one victory for so the So here's week. my thing. If I ever just need a for sure thing, for I'm just going to sure bet victory. on the Blazers. <laughs> I'm just going to bet on the Blazers. You know? Well, hey, be careful. Baby Blazers are getting dubs and covering spreads. Hey man, I you know well, not we'll talk the 76ers, We'll talk but. about it, but I you know I like what I see from certain parts of of the Blazers. You know, but as far as football, I'm I'm right there with you. Like today, I don't like their injury report. Oh no, the injury report is stupid right now. It's like you know basically an all star game. Everybody, nobody's playing in. That's uh, what it feels like. So uh, that brings your overall record to seven seven and one. That's fair. That's playoffs, right? Five hundred. That's five hundred. That's what you. So I'll for. take. And you know what it is? It's that one. It's that one. That's the one that's going to get me into the playoffs, man. So 
I'll definitely take that. But no, I, I football has been kind of tough to watch, and I think you know how I feel. Like during Sundays, I watch the morning games. I usually take my nap and then wake up for you know the Sunday night game. You know, obviously watch the Monday game. But it's been harder and harder and harder to get myself motivated for some of this just bad football. Trust me, there are matchups where, yeah, I see them on the calendar. I'm like, that. no. Yeah. I mean, the Thursday night game was Carolina versus, uh, was it Chicago-Carolina? Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Now, I'm, now, you're I'm a golfer. now, you're a golfer on Sunday. So do you ever look at the schedule and be like, yeah, I'm just going to go play golf instead? Well, what I've been doing is taking the iPad with, and I throw on Red Zone on the iPad while I'm golfing. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, I'm just, you know, in and out of my plane, hitting a terrible shot, watching a terrible game, you know. Yeah. Best of both worlds. I don't know. I don't know. The only reason I've been watching games is because I'm playing fantasy again. And so, just to keep up with where my guys are. And and, and fantasy is going equally as, as terrible as the regular season. Uh, for uh, Jordan Schultz. He uh, took Kelsey first half touchdown again, and that was the game against the Broncos. Okay. Which I also got. uh, That was the line. That was the line with the Chiefs. They were seven-point favorites. I'm like, dude, something's weird with this one. I was like, I don't know why they have the Broncos, only a seven-point dog. Something's weird. And then the Broncos just went and kicked the hell out of the Chiefs. Who saw that that coming? No one. Apparently Vegas. Again, they were only had him at a seven-point favorite, and I thought it was weird. I took the Chiefs to cover, and boy, they did not. They did not even win. Uh, But, yeah, uh, Jordan, he took Kelsey first half touchdown. That didn't hit. Backdoor cover by the Cardinals against the Ravens. He took the Ravens to cover the nine and a half. They were up 10 with like a minute left. And then Prater hit a field goal for the Cardinals to cover the spread. Brutal. And then he took Hawks Bucks under 239. And that actually hit. So uh, he goes one and two on the week. He is now five and 10 on the Man. on the season, though. Yeah. Man. So who's who's in first place? Chaboy. Eight and seven now. Oh, I get on. my Lions. My Lions cover the seven and a half. And then uh, you got the Bengals. The Bengals covering the four. They were the four-point dogs against the 49ers. And then they end up winning that one. That was huge. So I get my uh, my Lions covering against the Raiders. Essentially getting uh, McDaniels fired. Then I got uh, the Bengals covering against the 49ers to give me a two-in-one week. And I am now at eight and seven on the year. Man, look at you, man. I'm right behind. I'm, I'm right behind you, man. I'm, 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 I'm coming. You're right I'm there. Coming. Yeah. The oh. Seahawks. That Seahawks uh, Browns game. That was uh, that that one. You just need one more point, and uh, then your Seahawks. See, give and you that's the win. usually how it goes. Like I'm not far off for a lot of my picks. I'm usually like maybe a point off, two points off. I, I you know I took them to cover the spread at three, and then they you know they got two field goals at the end. It's like damn it. Like that's usually something that that ends up happening. Can you believe it's already week 10, Rashad? It's crazy. Eight. Seven more of these joints to go, bro. Yeah. Uh, Six eight, more. Eight? eight more. Eight? Week 18. That's right. We get to wait. 18. We have That's a week right. 18. All right. Let's wrap this baby up. Blazers, NFL football on the TV. I don't know what's going to be next. We'll figure it out. Football Sunday right here on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Your Sunday home for college football recaps and the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Red Zone on the TV. Blazers 
going to be on a legal streaming website later tonight if they're on the TV. I mean, are they playing tonight? You, uh, they, I've got, I've got root sports. It's sad. It's really sad. Listen, like, the way that this Blazers season, like, first couple games start, Shaden's cooking, you're like, all right, I'm, you know, for Shaden's sake, I need to tune in. And then... Dudes just started dropping like flies, and I'm like, wait, I already wa- I've already seen this. I've already seen Shaden go off with a garbage team. Did it? It was all last year, basically the second, the last 15, 20 games. So love Shaden, love his game, love what he does for the Blazers. But I, I would love to watch him play with. Oh, I don't know the number three overall pick, the you know Anthony Simons. Uh, Robert Williams, who we're not going to see the rest of the year. You know, dudes like that. You know, the actual team that was intended. So, uh, the wind that picked up and went into my sails gave me a lot of optimism and hope that this uh, boat was going to sail and keep going forward, and I was maybe going to watch these Blazers throughout the rest of the season. And uh, now now that wind has passed, and I'm just kind of stuck at sea. Yeah, yeah, It's it was, it was a tough... Uh... That was a tough blow. Like Robert Williams going down for the season. You know, you think you got this, you know, this two-headed monster for as far as big men, and that happens. You know, obviously Anthony Simons being down with a hand injury, wrist injury for the next, you know, possibly month and a half, you know, something like that. And then we find out Scoop just for yesterday, a couple Scoop weeks. out for two or three weeks, like, which Scoop wasn't playing great. I think he got to the NBA and was like, holy hell, like this is way different than anything I was – was used to or ready for and just hasn't um, performed the way he would like to yet. I still think he can get much better. Maybe not now, but this is, I think this is a good thing for, for Shaden Sharp. You know, we saw this with Anthony Simons, you know, when Damian Lillard went down two years ago, um, it was Ant that stepped in and was like, okay, let me show you guys that I can be the score. I can be a score. And then it kind of gave us a lot more confidence in what Ant was able to do. I think since, uh, uh, I think since no, I can't even speak right now, but um, since Shaden Sharp has been the guy, he's shown us game by game. So, okay, yeah, you're good. Yeah, you got it. Like he's pulling up for confident with confidence from three, nothing but net. Is like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This young man understands this, the assignment. At they, this there's point. this calm like yeah. presence to his game. If you look at his face, and if you look at you know um, Ant's face when they play, it's the same. Like whether they. Whether they just have a huge dunk or a huge block or whatever the case is, like their facial expressions don't change. So it's like just do your job and get back down the court and try to get a stop, you know, if we can. So um, I think you're happy because you know if Shaden Sharp and Anthony Simons get on the same page and they're healthy together, uh, it's a backcourt that a lot of NBA, a lot of the NBA is going to have a problem with. You know, it's two just, shooters that can both get to the rim and explode. Yeah, that's a lot of problem. A lot of people are going to have a problem with that. Uh, trust me, I. I'm excited for it, but that's the thing. I'm excited for it, mean, meaning it's not, not happening today. right now. Not today. And it's just when you have a young team like this, obviously you want your team to be healthy all the time. But when you have depth, if you're a great team with depth, you're like, you know, we can make up for it. When you're a young team, have all these pieces, and you're trying to learn together and work together, and all this happens, it just – it delays the development. Right. It delays the player's development, delays the team's development as far as chemistry, working together, and that's the part that I hate to see. It's just like, all right, cool. So right now we have Shaden. Scoot's going to come back. So now it's Scoot and Shaden. Well, that's still not the team. Yeah. We need Anfernee. We I, need we need Robert. And it's I think right like, now Blazer fans just have to be okay with 
you know, you're, you're watching the growing pains. These are eventually going to get past it, you know, the, the growing pains, and they're eventually going to turn into a good team. But for this first year, this first maybe year and a half, it's going to be a bit of a struggle to watch them, you know, through some of these games. So you just kind of have to be patient with this process. Just like a, a professional sports athlete, find your why. Find your purpose for this Blazers team, whether it's watching Shane go off, if there's some random Blazer that you've grown attached to um, and you like his game, whatever it may be. But uh, find something that you like about this team because as far as winning games, I don't think you're going to see much of that for the rest of the year. No. But there is an in-season tournament, Rashad. Oh, I heard. The the Blazers can win that. (laughs) There's a chance. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Everybody out there, thank you for joining us on this Sunday. Jordan will be back. We'll have some bets. We'll probably be on YouTube that time, and you'll see this nice, nice nice-looking 80s porn stash here. It's it's vicious. Looks good, bro. All right. Catch you all next week. Thank you for joining us. Have a great Sunday. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 